I'm here with Big Scary. This is great. I actually just saw them perform and I thought it was awesome. But I saw that you guys formed in 2006 as it's listed. So how did it all come about? How did you guys form this duo of cute like piano and drums? So I mean, it, it was it was more. I think I was I we was looking to put a band together as the short of it, and um, and I heard of Joe through a friend of mine, um, and yeah, the, and this just so we were just kind of school friends through you know in different schools and um, and. Yeah, and then he put me in touch with Joe, and then I showed up on our doorstep with a guitar, and then we just started jamming, and that was kind of the start of it. But there was never any kind of high hopes for anything because we we're both in um, much more serious bands um, at the time, and uh, and so this was just kind of a good fun thing on the side and um, kind of zero pressure mm. kind of thing, and yeah. Started off with shakers and acoustic guitars and glockenspiels and then um it wasn't until like two two and a half years later that we, you know he kind of we plugged in kind of thing and, and made a demo and, and called ourselves big scary so for a while it was kind of pretty folky we were playing in jazz clubs and stuff and then um yeah then we sort of got product kind of more full drum kit and electric guitar and, and then the piano was again came even later like um that was that was like again three years later from that or something so yeah the name itself is very interesting you're called big scary where's the origin of that that came from or is it is the result of a hobby of mine which is collecting band names and um at any one point in time i have have a list in my phone most most often because that's you know when you just see a name somewhere you kind of want to jot, jot it down quickly and big scary is from from the early lists um and it was the best of the bunch or the one, the one that neither of us ha hated. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had, we we just had to roll with it. It's like naming your child when that's just, and now we're, we're stuck with Big Scary. <laughs> that's like the worst band name that you came up with then. Oh, I. Oh, you remember. That I one, remember some bad ones. There was there was Children of the World Unite. There was some of these Tom still likes, so this might smart for him. <laughs> but there was like. Um, Say, kids say no. Uh, Air Commander, Sparkle Tone, Sparkle Tone from um, you know like the Nokia tone options in your phone. But that reminded me of Sparkle Horse too much. Um, I probably had some really bad ones, but I've blocked them out of my head. That they're probably all Toms. I've noticed with your uh, two LPs and like a lot of your uh, EPs actually, I've listened to them a lot. Your sound has actually changed throughout the all of them, and I was wondering how has it come to this point? Like, uh, not art is definitely different from Vacation. So how has it changed throughout the years? Well, I, I guess it's. I mean, a lot of it isn't sort of t too predetermined. I mean, a, a lot of it is just reacting to stuff we've done before and we do it and then most of the time we are not liking it after a period of time and want to move in another direction and so that's kind of I guess you know where the different sounds come from I mean and, and I, I think we're kind of um, in a way it's, it's kind of having having fewer band members means there's less people to kind of put their stamp on it you know and so as one idea can get taken really in a very different direction you know whereas let's say I met you know Having been in a four-piece band, you know, one one idea which may be very different from something all, that they might have otherwise have made. You know, by the time the bass player and you know the other guitarists and other people have put their mark on it, and it's like sounds kind of the same, you know. And so I guess just having less people in the band means that they sort of spring off in these really different directions. And 
and we've just sort of come to be okay with that and um, yeah I think it's still kind of a lot of people don't understand it or you know I mean we don't even really understand a lot of the time but yeah I mean it's very like a reactive kind of writing if you know what I mean yeah. Well I saw that you guys performed at Sasquatch and I saw that you guys named a few bands like the Nationals and Queens of Stone Age what happened there and like how did you experience uh, Sasquatch was anything cool happening like were you excited for any other bands? Well we were staying um, about 45 minutes away so the first day we came in and um, really got involved who played the first day um, but we saw we saw a lot of bands that day None of which I remember. <laughs> no, we saw um, Outcast. Oh yeah, Outcast, and that was amazing. They that played so all the good. hits. Yeah. And then um, the next day, I came in to see some Australian bands. So like, Car Controller, like one of my favourite bands in the world ever. And um, and they played. They always play like amazingly. And um, I also saw Queens of the Stone Age uh, for a second time within like two months. I saw them at their show in Australia, and like, you don't get sick of them. I was like, okay. You know when you kind of got a group of people and you, everyone's trying to placate each other and we'll see a bit of this band and a bit of that band and you know but i just had to stay at queens the whole time they were so good and and even having had seen them so recently i just like liked them all the more for it kind of thing so but i guess we weren't camping so we kind of weren't part of the the crazy campsite shenanigans yeah. although we, there was backstage there's this like sweet platform where you can totally like hit zingers of golf balls into the canyon it was so awesome i felt like that was the coolest thing we might have ever been able to do at a festival. That is pretty cool. <laughs> so I see you guys have been touring for a long time so far. So has anybody really that you've toured with stuck out with you? Like how have you, who has been your favorite so far to tour with? Ooh, CBGB. Oh, that's not fair. So I feel like really bad saying that. Well, because we, we, we toured with Courtney Barnett last year and like they're our good buddies. But then I think back all along the tours we've done like um everyone we made good friends with like the first tour we ever, ever did was with an australian band called um vasco era and they're awesome and they're still still close friends so yeah i feel like we've been really lucky with the bands we toured with like we've just i mean we, we've heard horror stories of of just people that just don't get along and um eat each other's sandwiches yeah you know like <laughs> zero respect kind of situation but like we've only ever had fun positive experiences um, with other bands so yeah we're pretty pretty grateful. Is there any like dream venue that you've ever wished to perform at like Lala or like even like Bonnaroo anything huge or even it doesn't have to be in the states either anywhere like that you dream to perform on one day? Yeah I mean I, I guess I guess there's um I mean, there's definitely some in, in our hometown Melbourne in Australia um but no one's gonna know those um <laughs> but like I mean um, show, like we went, we've been to a few shows at the Showbox in Seattle, and our label's based in Seattle, and um, um, we know that we kind of that seems like it's a beautiful venue, and also seems like a bit of a like milestone, you know, to kind of make it there. And um, so yeah, I mean that that kind of that kind of venue would be pretty pretty cool to be be a play one day. I also saw that you guys developed your own label called Pie Eater, if I pronounce it right. Yeah. So what gave you that insight, like almost to break off and start your own label? Well, the whole time in Australia, um, we've been listed as Big Scary and then in brackets, independent and like instead of say Sony or whatever. And, um, and we were proud of that and we, uh, we want to stay independent in Australia because we can. But then we're like, oh, we're sick of just it being called independent. So that was like the first thing. Oh, let's just make up a name. And then when we thought about what that meant, it was like, well, we've, we've kind of learned everything by making mistakes on ourselves. You know, like it, it was a long, a long process in Australia. Um, 
you know, as you said, 2006, we sort of started playing. And, and it's not really until 2012 and stuff that we felt that we're, we're a bit more established in Australia. So, yeah, there was a lot of mistakes, a lot of touring, um, a lot of learning in that time. And then, and it feels great that we can kind of, and along with our manager, he's kind of the, the um, you could say the main, the main member of the, the record label, but we're all buddies. And, yeah, we feel like um, we've always worked with really uh, passionate people and we feel like if we can pay it forward and help younger bands then that's awesome and, and we're sort of starting to see that we're just starting to release um our first label signing and yeah she's she's like it's like the dream start to any career so and that's all because of um firstly because she's she's got the music and she's there but it was great that we kind of knew where to start from and not waste time with you know pointless gigs and pointless things and yeah it was great it is great. I also saw that you're actually pursuing a side project called Dads. Where did that inspiration come from? Yeah, well, I've, I've, I've um, just about to release a second album of that. But I mean, I guess I, I, I love being able to write and create constantly. And Big Scary definitely like fulfilled all that early on in those early years because um, it was much more low pressure and, and we had endless time to just muck around and um but then it's you know as, as the band kind of gets busier it's, it's sort of less time left for that you know it's kind of like the last it's the last thing on the list almost which is a little a little sad um but it's just sort of how it is and so as I, I guess it's just a way to kind of keep ideas flowing out and and I, I i don't probably don't think about them as much as maybe i think about a big scary song it's it's more just kind of just i've described it just uh, someone as a, as a, a musical poo. It's just something uh, that you have to get out. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Where do you see Big Scary heading though in the few in the years ahead? Because you guys are obviously making like right now in the U.S. You guys are like you're big and upcoming. So where do you guys see yourself go in like five, ten years? And do you think more members, more band, like more uh, instruments, less piano, more piano? What's going on? <laughs> I don't know. I guess that's a, that's a hard question. I mean, it, it's kind of every every band's trying to figure out what what they want to do next, and and um, you kind of have you have a few inklings about things, and um, like we've only just started writing new songs, and and they're probably already uh, maybe even, uh, already a, a a bit different to what we're doing currently, and um, but I mean in terms of I mean performing live, I mean we just love to be. You know, playing more shows, and we actually we back home we play with with two other guys, and um, and you know, would be would be great to have an equivalent, you know, over here as well. We feel kind of doing so, you know some of those songs justice because um, they're kind of built on parts, you know, um, and uh, yeah, so the, I don't know, it could it could be could be anything really. Yeah. I mean, the US is a massive focus. Like Australia's awesome, but it's just so small, and I don't think we're ever going to be a stadium band and like unless you can do that in Australia like there's there's only so far you can kind of go and, and only so many cities you can visit in a year so um, just to kind of keep establishing like working on now um, our place in the world over here in the States and, and hopefully beyond that as well but um, I think that's kind of our main aim and but yeah but not to forget that really the writing is the the main thing it's the purpose of of a band so we've got to kind of get back to that as well so where do you pull the inspiration for the songs then because lyrically they are beautiful and it's very the composition of all the pieces are very lovely put together how do you come across like that kind of music style like how do you put it all together 
I, I, yeah, it's, it's hard to explain. I mean, we, we, we're often, like I said, just kind of figuring it out as we go. And um, The lyrics often come last. Yeah, I mean, it, it all, a lot of it just seems to start with a mood. It's like, it's like it might just be a drum beat and a piano line, and then that's enough to create a mood. And then from that, a song structure will come, and, and then and then a theme or, you know, an idea for, for words to come out of. And... and um, and so that's how, how they, you know, that they, they kind of, you know, then you create the, the story or whatever from that. Um, and so I guess that's kind of how, uh, like, the songs on that art came to, came to be uh, mostly. But, I mean, but even, even while we were doing that, there was such a new writing style because that was the point that the band was getting really busy. We were touring lots and, um, and it was, it became, it went from us being at a jam constantly to um, to having a few days to get something down before we head out on the road or um, or we're back in in town but we have to work because we haven't been working for however long we need money to pay rent and stuff like that and <laughs> um, and then it's just like putting together things in the computer making loops and it's just like, even that was really new for us uh, so yeah is there a favorite song that you guys have on the new album? Is there just one that sticks out to you? Like you're just like, this is my favorite to perform. It kind of can change from day to day or week to week. Like I, I think the best song is is Luck Now. Like I just, and I, and I think that because when when we when Tom was first writing it, I was just like, I didn't quite get it. Like the loop was really foreign, and I was just sort of like, this doesn't really sound big scary. And and then all of a sudden, I just like fell for it and had the demo on repeat in the car and I was just like Tom this is amazing and um so yeah I think that's kind of, but now I hate <laughs> I hate playing it live my kind of slow burner favorite is um is Long Worry like it's just kind of just got a really lovely restrained vibe to it and yeah I think that's kind of just my sort of more go-to these days oh I um my I guess my favorite would be a song called Why Hip Hop Sucks in 13 and I like that because um a lot, of, a lot of the sentiment of the album was really just being gutsy and 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 kind of putting ourselves on the line, and that um, that song was really like uh, I guess encapsulated that kind of you know, or, or are we doing the right thing here? Um, you know, we sort of weren't sure whether it should be on there because we're not even singing on it. We got these amazing gospel singers to to belt that belt that out and. Um, and so I, I just think that's appropriate, and I, that's that's the only one I could just listen to back back and over, you know, over and over again. The others have, have had their time. I see that you guys are on tour a lot. Does anything fun happen? Do you guys play pranks on each other? Is there like a favorite food that you get to pick up? I saw that on Facebook. You guys post a lot about In-N-Out Burger. We actually don't have any of those in Michigan, but huh. yeah, just anything funny happen on tour? We're pretty lame. There's no, there's not, there's not much partying and pranks kind of thing. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like, it's like you kind of learn pretty quickly that that tour is just about survival, <laughs> um, and uh, and the, the best. Some some people can 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 drink a million beers every night and and still play, you know, and and do whatever it is they want to do. But I think most humans aren't capable of doing that day in day out. So we're I mean, we we just try and stay healthy, and and that means just um, salads, salads, and and um, you know, fresh soups. <laughs>
variety of fruit. You know, and it's just like, yeah, it's, it's kind of like, you got to look after yourself pretty much. But, and that unfortunately means that there's, um, you know, less less chances for, you know. Funny stories. Yeah, funny stories. But, I mean, we do, food has definitely, definitely punctuates our day, our touring life. Um, and it often will kind of go out of our way in search of a, um, you know, a classic di- meal like in Chicago where we were. Last night, we ate pizza pie, and that was delicious. Yeah, we had the Philly cheesesteak in Philly. Like we kind of try and do those things. Yeah. Um, when, when and where we can. I'm. It's funny because like, I'm a vegetarian, but Tom, Tom eats meat after 5 p.m. and I don't want to deprive him of like, classic American barbecue. So we've been kind of going to these barbecue houses and they're like, look at me like I'm a total idiot. I'm like, is there anything that's not meat? But like, there's always some delicious like. Um, what are those veggies called? I don't know, they have like you get mac and cheese. Mac and cheese and all that kind of stuff. So that's that's yeah. always fun, yeah. So for those of artists struggling out there, or not even struggling, just trying to start themselves off, do you have any advice for those people? I I mean I guess it, it's kind of it's all it's always been the same advice for us, which is um just just make the best music you can and, and so many artists just get sidetracked with, you know, or you know, how do we get famous or how do we get big and how do we play to lots of people and have lots of fans and um, and it's just, if, if music's there, then that will happen, you know. And, um, I, I kind of feel like I saw some people change their writing to fit what they thought would get played on the radio and it's kind of like you're already two steps behind if that's what you're trying to catch up with. Like, if just write what you love. And eventually the rest of the world will catch up with you kind of thing, I, I feel. A few more questions. What do you think of the artists out there that are really popular right now? Like the Kanye's, the Miley Cyrus. What do you think of them? Since your style is definitely different from that. Well, I, I, I guess you kind of, um, a few years ago, we're, we're probably much more, um, we had, had a, a, a bigger hater streak. Um, but as we, um, as we grow and... As we become pop stars. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of... Um, you just sort of, there's kind of good in everything, you know. Like, yeah. and and I'm, I mean, even just like for personal thing, I, I I do more, I do music producing, and and like if if there's if you close yourself off to anything, you know, like that's like that's an opportunity you missed, you know. Like, there's um, you know, there's I mean, Kanye West, I love Kanye West, mm-hmm. um, and I think he's an amazing producer, and I actually take a lot of inspiration from what he does and and um and yeah i mean it's it's all it's all cool you know just and there'll be there's some that you know we'd listen to less but yeah. uh but yeah de- definitely not not as big a haters as we um as we once were well my last question would be like if you guys could do it all over again would you do exactly the same thing you are doing right now that's a good question and i, I mean this is like a would you rather kind of situation like do how much of this do we know right now I would probably we could probably yeah seeing as what like as I was saying about the label there's probably lots of things we could have learnt not to do and but in terms of output we, we wouldn't have been able to write the songs that we were in 2012 that we were in, in 2008 like we just weren't there and um, even though there's some releases that I'm kind of like cringe at I don't think we would you know that kind of had to happen so in terms of that that part of it all like I guess you can't try and change that. All right. Well, thank you for your time. This has been great. I love the performance, and I am so grateful that you guys had time to interview with me.